You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, it's a big show. Our, uh, there's a big surprise. Mm-hmm. There's a rim arrival. Mm. So well, now it's not a surprise now anymore. Now it's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on the surprise. Yeah. Also, uh, we'll uh, get into Ken Miles and his Mustang and some of the uh, results from uh, many of the auctions. A little hot Goodwood. Yeah, a talk. Goodwood event coming up. Goodwood event you guys should experience as well. First, I'll tell you about Meguiar's car. Waxes have come a long way last year. Meguiar's introduced a hybrid ceramic spray wax. It's advanced SIO2 hybrid technology. Delivers ceramic wax protection and durability. No rubbing, curing, or buffing. Provides extreme water beating action. This year, Meguiar's launched their liquid version seals the paint for long-lasting protection against the elements. Easy to use. Apply it like traditional wax. And uh, they also have the ceramic spray detailer, which I love. I'm done taking the car to the car wash. I I just spray detail it with Meguiar's and wipe it down. Saves a bunch of money and water as well. Removes contaminants like uh, dust and fingerprints, bird droppings, boosts the gloss, enhances protection. Ceramic Well, it's made easy now with Meguiar's. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on to church. That's right. Welcome to CarCast. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Running around, man. All right. So we have all this auction stuff to kind of get to and some of the some of the surprises and some of the mm-hmm. predictions and the ken miles mustang and uh there was a lambo 400 that went and we can kind of talk about where we think the uh market is going and maybe we should give you guys some ideas on some cars if you want to invest in something uh first jb weld that's right jb weld proud sponsor carcast they're epoxy adhesive used by uh, pros and DIYers and trusted for 50 years. And you can get it at jbweld.com and wherever, wherever, Home Depot, all that, O'Reilly, everywhere. JB Weld. All right. So um, the Ken Miles uh, Mustang, your prediction was $3 million. Mine was a two six five. It blew me out of the water and even even you at yeah. uh, two eight five with the VIG. Three eight five. Oh, sorry. Yeah, three three eight five. Three eight five. Yeah. Three eight five. So, but now broke the record. Most expensive Mustang ever. The Bullet, which was recent, uh, was the most expensive. Two seven. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad the Ken Miles car beat the Bullet mm-hmm. car. You know, mm-hmm. one's kind of a made up car. Cool, but made up car, and the other has, I don't know, just just has some real, not movie history, but like actual history 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 <laughs> yeah yeah no i, you know, I agree like the not bullet. made up history it's it's earned history i don't know they're, well they're, they're okay. different i just like the racing the, history the, more the than... first things first um a gt 350 in it of in and of itself uh 66 i think this car is a 66 so that car in and of itself is 250 grand yeah if you just want to stock one then, when you get to the uh, GT350R, yeah, at least before this, 
you were at five hundred grand, maybe six hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the base because this is a GT three fifty R. So yeah. the the base value of this car is about five or six hundred grand before you get into the test mule and the Ken Miles and all that kind of stuff. Now the bullet Mustang the base price on that car is seventeen five. I mean, if you want to just get a Mustang, a green Mustang, and put an add a leaf suspension in the rear and a, oh, a what do they call that? A torsion bar, a traction bar, a Nerf bar. What the hell is that stupid wheelie bar in the back that they put on the back of the uh, yeah. live rear? Yeah, like the Lakewood bar, sort of the traction bar. It's a traction bar. and uh, Sometimes called a slapper bar. Hmm. Maybe that could be a little bit different design. Somebody and throw, would know better than I would. Throw like a, you know, Holly double pumper on it and stuff. You know, it's like, <laughs> you could build that car. That's 20 grand worth of car. So yeah. who cares? And then it was in the movie, which is cool. And it was a great chase scene and, and all that kind of stuff. But the Ken Miles car is the first R. And it yeah. was kind of the test mule. And it was nice to see uh, Pete Brock involved with the – he did a little video and talked about – he's listed as one of the drivers for the car, the uh, Mustang. Mm-hmm. So people kind of have it as the Ken Miles Mustang, but a few other guys drove the car, and uh, Brock is, is amongst them. Yeah. So that's cool. And uh, one for a ton of dough. I, more than what we thought, but I think it 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 earned the right amount of money. You know, I don't I don't think and mm-hmm. and look, I I think the Ken Miles car now should bring up the GT three fifty Rs. Yes. Right. You know, well, I think the three fifty is cool, but the three fifty Rs being what, thirty four or something yeah. made, mm-hmm. you know, why why isn't that a million dollar car? Yeah, well I think it is now and I also think you if you are if you bought like the Shelby Museum, I think you know. I've always said GT40s were like undervalued mm-hmm. cars because while the Ferrari GTOs and some of the Ferrari Le Mans stuff, P four hundred P, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know the five, whatever the P's were. It's got too many designations in my head. But the, but the point is this. The GTOs were always half of the the price, less than half the price of those cars, right? And so the Shelby Museum bought the GT40 that came in third place, I think, in the in the one, two, three finish. Yeah. Yeah, that car sold at, at Monterey two years ago, three years ago. You know, they bought that thing for nine seven or, mm-hmm. or something like that. When you take a Mustang and bumped the Mustang to four million bucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, but now the the GT forty just got bumped to fourteen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it it got shoved up too. It's gonna push it'll push the Cobras with good history up. Right. It'll it'll raise up the other just in general, the Mustang fastbacks, even the street versions, the K code is that the K code ones? The the K code ones are the high po ones. So yeah, those are up really I, I, all that stuff's just yeah. going up. Yeah, the 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 Shelby stuff, and I've noticed like the '68 and the '69s. You know, the ones we don't like quite as much. Those are popping up. Like, yeah, the Shelby. Maybe it's the movie. Maybe it's the doc. You know, maybe it's the whatever the steeping process or something. But that stuff is starting to pop up. It feels like yeah. to me, and, it, and it's it's 
it's arguably in a weird time for it to start popping right now. Like 2020 has been a shit show, you know, in so many reasons. But but that market seems to be doing pretty well. I think I think the auction companies are a little surprised how well moving to online events would would be. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, you know, we're fans of Bring a Trailer. They've had a lot of success. Uh, recently sold their company, by the way, and uh, congratulations to those guys for that kind of deal. And, and I realized the indie event was a, an event, but I think the amount of, of online sales and internet sales that are happening now, I, I'm sure Gooding and RM are doing online only, right? At some, They did a couple and uh, pretty, pretty successful. If not the record number, they got a record amount of registered bidders. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's just creating awareness. It's getting more people into that world. Yeah, um, I was talking to a gal last night about real estate, and she's like, "It's the real estate hasn't changed, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the car, the vintage car, you know. I think people thought, well, there's a pandemic, so uh, everyone's going to get a, a nice big break on the real estate or purchase or, or classic car purchase." And maybe it's the opposite. Maybe maybe people are kind of realizing that that tangible, those tangible things, yeah. versus whatever's in their IRA or whatever, or yeah. Bitcoin or something. Maybe they want something that's physical. I mean, look, they, they always say, you know, when the economy's going to shit, they go, "You got to buy gold." You know, you got to yeah, have yeah. something tangible in your uh, portfolio. Well, maybe Ken Miles Mustang, maybe that's yeah. something tangible. At least it's in your more fun portfolio. than gold, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and, and and the thing about about cars and real estate is, yeah, maybe there isn't huge changes in pricing, but there is in financing, mm-hmm. right? And those were the, those are where the deals are. And arguably, in some collector car world of financing, there's probably a little bit better rates. But, uh, but for the most part, you know, new cars and and uh, and any houses, uh, rates are favorable. The um, the GT Roadster, the Ford GT40 Roadster, was a no sale. Yeah, I don't like that it's called a Ford GT. <clears throat> it's yeah. GT40 in my book. I agree. The GT40 Roadster, the, no sale. The high bid of seven point five. So the app said, I I don't know. There's something going on with that car because it was for sale at another auction. I guess another Mecham auction. It didn't sell. Then this one, if the high bid is seven five, and the estimate was like seven five to. 10 or 9 or whatever it was. Yeah, wouldn't the VIG clearly put you into that range? 7.5 plus $750,000. Yeah, you're at 8.3 you know, or you know, 8.25. And if that was in the room, it's 12% if you're whatever, online or internet or something, right? So, right, which they'll probably change one of these days. Yep. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, if everyone's online. But uh, there's something with that car. It just it, it got put up for sale a year or so ago. I was looking at it and mm. I was going, "What is this car doing here?" And then it got withdrawn. Yeah, it got pulled. And this out time of, uh, it was put up and not withdrawn, but it's still a no sale. I don't know if that car just gets put up for publicity sake. I don't know what the deal is, but there's something about there's something with that car that. I don't know if the car isn't right, but there's something about that car that it's not trying to be sold. It's, it's yeah, being it seems, used it seems as, weird. for something, but it's not. I don't think Meekum is trying to sell that car. Right. When we had Frank Meekum on, he was talking about, um, you know, a nice guy, very involved in the auctions. Uh, 
talked about how this is his dad's car. He's had it for a long time, did the restoration and stuff on it, and it's been in the collection. He didn't seem to know a whole lot about the car. Frank himself didn't seem to know a whole lot about the car, um, which, I don't know, it's like a little weird to me, but... Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't know who drove it at Lamar. Yeah. And he wasn't sure if it was like a 65 or 66. So it seemed, something seemed a little wanky about it. And I don't, I mean, I don't care, and I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I just felt weird. It felt it felt like this car, that there wasn't... Or there was something wonky with a bid, or somebody in, raised a hand they weren't supposed to raise. Like, something got a little weird with it. It just feels like there's not an intention to sell that car. Yeah. Or maybe the intention is, we'll sell that car if we get an incredible price for it, but we're not. And, you know... As we said, the, the Ken Miles Mustang went for almost $4 bucks. so maybe you're right to sit on that car for a little while. I would. Yeah. I mean, I'd say take it to Monterey, but there's no Monterey this year. But, right. Uh, um, but I guess there are still going to be auctions? Still going to be the online versions or some virtual versions of the auctions? I think uh, – I, I may be flip-flopping these, but like RM says like we're having an online auction mm-hmm. and Gooding is like we'll see you next – we'll see you in 2021. <laughs> like yeah. one of them – one of them is just kind of piling forward – and doing lots of auctions and doing a whole online yeah, thing yeah. and shifting their model. And I think maybe Gooding is kind of saying, nah, we'll, we'll see you down the road or, or, or vice versa. But I think, I think RM does have events coming up and Gooding is just sort of saying, I don't know, we're going to regroup or we'll see you next year or, or something, but they don't seem to be aggressively pursuing the online model. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. I guess they have to kind of fill the docket and decide, is it, is it about the event or is it about, uh, you know, uh, selling the cars? And sometimes the, I don't know, sometimes it feels like to me the Monterey stuff is is more about the event as well. I mean, these auctions have been successful online, but it is more fun to go there and see what they have in, yeah. their, uh, in their docket. Um, let me hit this uh, Geico real, real quick. Uh, Right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. And that's 15% on top of the money that Geico could already be saving you. So, uh, you know, what are you waiting for? You might as well go out there and give it a try. Go out. In 15 minutes, you could be saving this kind of money. Uh, what you should do is... Um, Go to Geico.com and uh, save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Just go to Geico.com to learn more. It's Geico.com. So uh, we found the rims. Matt found the rims. We found the rims for the different drummer car. Yep. Uh, they're they're being shipped here. They're in the mail. I've never they're been more the... excited about anything <laughs> in my life. Well, which is interesting is because... Um, uh, you and I get to take a little a little work trip to uh, visit Snap-on Tools, which I'm excited about, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to Snap-on Tools yeah, and see what's going on. But we got to be wheels up in a few days. Well, as you're listening to this, we're already there. Uh, so I'm looking at the tracking number going, man, I hope the wheels show up before... 
we yeah. leave because then we're going to be sitting on a plane and you know oh. in, on Chicago and Wisconsin for three days, and then you got to go to Texas. It's going to be five days before you see the wheels. They're going to be sitting here. I know, <laughs> I know. I cannot. Uh, I, I know. I'm such a weirdo with with wheels. I don't know why. I can't figure that one out. But I. I want to uh, see them so you can so we can leave and Sean can like maybe try to get them sent out already to get magnafluxed or die checked or whatever right mm-hmm. while while you're gone right it'd be great if we can get that done <clears throat> yeah so what we're doing now is we're preparing the five ten for Laguna's sake uh, um, messing around a little bit with the stick shift um, messing around a little bit with the seat height. Uh, the seat's too low, and it's all the way up on the brackets. So I got a hold of Warren over at Sparco, and I ordered a higher set of brackets. So mm, they have okay. a, they have kind of low boy seat mounting brackets, yeah. and they have the low boy ones are like go up to like four, four and a half, and then they have the, a taller one that goes up to like seven and a half or something like that. And uh, I like sitting up a little higher. It's, it. Just, but tough though. You're a tall guy. You got the helmet on. It's a tiny car. When do you when do you hit your head or when do you get kind of close? There's uh, a remarkable amount of headroom in those five tens, and I just you can if you lean the seat back a little bit too. You can lean it yeah. back. Yeah, I just got into the car and I sat in it, and I was like, "This feels weird. Feels low." And then I just threw a tape from the pan to the top of the seat. Uh, on the um, on the BRE 510, because I've driven that car a lot, and the seat's kind of where I like it, and I'm mm-hmm. sort of comfortable in it. And so I I threw a tape on that car, and you know, I, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting out a, a micrometer or anything. I just threw a tape, put it down to the sheet metal pan, put it up to the top of the seat edge in the front basically it's round you know kind of have to eyeball it but uh it was like 11 inches and then i walked to the different drummer car and it did the same thing and it was like eight inches so it it needs to come up like three inches that's kind of felt about right for me so we'll do the seat brackets we're gonna try to figure out the stick shift uh the stick shift where it's mounted and sort of how big the throw is and where it kind of bends and i'm gonna figure that out um, I'm also going to take a couple of hot laps around the neighborhood. That's that what thing. I was thinking. Like, Might as well get sure. in it and, and just go take it to the Home Depot, see yeah, what's going on over there. Do a couple of donuts <laughs> in the lot there. But yeah. I, I just want to feel feel how it tracks and how it how it pulls and yeah. how it revs and blah, blah, blah. So we're uh, we're getting that. I, I think you should jump on the freeway and haul ass to the new shop in that car. Just open it up. Just stretch its legs. Just go. <laughs> well, it would be fun. I, I mean, during the day, there's no lights. You could get on the freeway right here and just go to the next exit. I know. Just... But going north is a shit show because the road sucks. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like that, like from here to the new shop, is a good little <laughs> good little run. Well, it, the, the car looks semi-street legal, sort of, kind of. Anyway, yeah. I drove. Listen, when I when I bought my first uh, Beery clone, I bought a Beery clone car from Les down in Vista, California, mm-hmm. which is like San Diego. I drove it home. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it was a. I mean, it was street legal, but it was still a five ten B 
BRE clone yeah. car, pretty much. Like you, you, you look at some of the shit that's on the roads in LA, and I'm not just talking about with a plate versus no license oh, plate. Like, I passed, just, I passed like a gardening truck dually today <laughs> with like five different colored fenders on it. And the <laughs> tailgate was like swinging in the wind, and yeah. I'm like, no way. I think it's so much more dangerous than uh, driving a 510. That's what I'm saying. Plus, yeah. the 510, everyone will see you on the road. There's no real danger of like, oh, I didn't see the guy. Or, you know, right. yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You know? So we'll you get that. Stretch its legs a little we'll bit. We'll get that sorted out. The uh, Lambo 400 GT sold for uh, 363 all in, which is a good price for that car. It's a fair price. It's a decent Price. It was unrestored, but it looked pretty clean. Um, had a couple of dings in it. I saw in the pictures, but it looked pretty, pretty straight and everything. Uh, you know, it's good that you can sell a vintage Lambo at Meekum in Indiana, where you couldn't, you couldn't do it before. I mean, right. it just that wouldn't have been the right auction for that car. That car got good money at that at that place. It's also. It's kind of an argument, once again, though, for, like, bring a trailer, because bring a trailer, um, and I've been saying this to Matt for pert near five years now. At the beginning, he had one eyebrow raised a little bit, but now I think he's uh, 100% on board, which is everyone is doing the 10% VIG math, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And And these cars have a price, you know, this is... 363 the one seemed pretty clean sold on uh, bring a trailer for like 368 or something like that yeah but 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 whoever's bidding is you know when they get to 330 it's time to stop right uh, because right. they're doing the math they're on, doing on, they're on, doing on, the math now the guy on the fees the guy yeah. selling the car yeah. the guy who sold it on bring a trailer got 360 you know, 368 for his lambo yeah. this guy got 330 yeah, he he just left thirty five grand on the on the table essentially, and everyone's doing that math. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, if you if you have this car and you know that the cars, it's basically three fifty to four hundred. That's that's the price of the car. Why are you taking it down to the auction and having everyone else stall out at three thirty, three twenty five? Yeah. You know, and they're yeah. doing that math. Now, this this particular car, like, I get your point. Now, this particular car, when we spoke to Frank Meekum, he said it was a part of a collection, and they signed a deal for the whole collection, so it kind of is what it is. Right. But, yes, on an individual basis, like, why why not explore other opportunities or bring a trailer or something, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, what I would do is I would put it up on bring, bring a trailer with a uh, – you know, with a reserve mm-hmm. of, you know, 350 or, or whatever, whatever that thing is. Anyway, uh, look, variety, alternatives, um, not only is it good if you're selling a car, but it also forces the other companies to adjust, negotiate, you know, because when, you know, you're bringing, you're bringing your Lambo 350 or your Lambo 400 GT to Gooding, or RM or whatever in Monterey, and they're going, hey, uh, we need this or we need that. You go, oh, well, I could bring it to bring a trailer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they don't need as much stuff. And now, now you have to, uh, you know, the, it's yeah. going, it's going to force everybody to kind of raise their game. You know, I, 
we've always said that the the car auction world was very much a a, a hospitality thing as well, right? And you develop the relationships with with your friends at the auctions, the Meekums and RMs and Goodings of the world. And I think still a lot of the business that happens is is that. It comes from those relationships, comes from a certain amount of loyalty and guys that have been buying and selling with these companies for years and years. And and that part I respect. You know, sometimes it leaves a little money on the table. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, I think that's still happening a lot now. And I wonder when that starts to... Uh, starts to fade off, mm-hmm. you know. So the uh, I'm looking down here. So, you know, we'll go to Monterey. We'll have a run group. We'll do two runs on Saturday. We'll do two runs on Sunday. Um, we'll, I'm hoping for 20 cars, maybe more, in, uh, in my sort of B-sedan run group. Um, and the cars will be fast because there'll be guys who want to drive and they're letting us run the Hoosier R7s, um, which is a faster, non-vintage kind of a a tire. They usually make you run the street TDs. I had had my favorite email, which is I was saying to the uh, guys putting the thing together, I was like, what, which tires do, do we get to run? And because they normally make you run the Hoosier Street TD. It's got a little bit of a tread. Looks a little more vintage. Yeah. Uh, historical or whatever. And then the, the R7s just kind of just kind of look like race slicks. Yeah, you know? it's more of a track so day. I said, which tires do we get to run? And he writes back, the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, let me write another email now. Yeah, yeah, like, let's I, do I'm another write line. a book called Let Me Write Another Email Now. <laughs> I, just, I say to people all the time, hey, uh, where do you want to meet and what time? And they go, we'll meet at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And then they send that That's back. It. And then I go, okay, now the other part. Yeah. What time? Mm. Yes. Hoosier. Hoosier. Hoosiers makes 13 different varieties of race tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so to say you can run the Hoosiers doesn't mean... Oh. So last year, that wouldn't have meant anything. You could, you'd, you'd show up in your R7s and they go, get the hell out of here yeah. this year. You have some good news, Maxipata? Rims oh, arrived what? at the other shop. How is this even possible? I just put up a picture of Sean at the other shop. Just texted me this photo. Wow. We, we live in a world where mail has been three days late across the board, and wheels have just showed up. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Well, we got to wrap up this pod. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring it home. Bring them here. <laughs> They're burning a hole in me. I, you know, I wonder. I, at least Sean took a picture of the ones we want, not the not the goofy third wheel. They're magnesium. I wonder how light they feel compared to. Well, it looks the like they ones. got them all in one box. Yeah, and there's thirteen sevens brought over here. Yeah, bring yeah. one. Uh, yeah, grab one. See what see what they what they look like. All right. If Jose's wearing a black shirt, make him bring a wheel over here. <laughs> Jose wears a black shirt. I saw him this morning. He's wearing his, his black dress shirt. I couldn't tell. It made him his tell. black work shirt. Yeah. He wears the same. <laughs> I say to him every day, I go, which black shirt is that? And he goes, this is my church shirt. And then I'll ask him the next day, I'll go, which black shirt are you? And then sometimes I'll go, this is my Wednesday shirt. But he wears a black T-shirt. Black T-shirt. Every- we were in Monterey. We were like, all right, everybody go to the track. Let's go back. Let's wash up. We've got an event to go to. 
He just put on a clean black T-shirt and, and khakis. He's like, we're like, Jose, we got an event. He's like, yeah, this is my nice black shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know, Sean. And Sean told him, get something with buttons on it, dude. Yeah, maybe a collar. Maybe even a collar. Maybe buttons and a collar. <laughs> All right. So uh, the rims have showed up. We're now officially excited. Now... Got to get that tire mounted and get on the car. <laughs> well, the good news is, is now we can see these things before we're wheels up, and we can decide. It'd be nice if we can get them sent out and inspected, and by the time we get back, we have a, we have a yay or nay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't if, – if magnesium is cracked, I don't know that there's much you can do about it. I don't know that there's any process for repair. Mm-hmm. I don't – I don't think. I, I think you're in in the racing world, especially. I think you're you're done. I yeah. think uh, I think you start making some nice Replicas. coffee tables, coffee tables, yeah. out of those, and scanning them first. All right, let me hit uh, Bet Online. No shortage of action at our uh, exclusive with our exclusive partner, BetOnline.ag Sports. They're coming back. UFC, NASCAR, boxing, soccer. Bet Online has the best odds for the uh, upcoming games. You need more. Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, UFC Daily, also live casino games, poker tournaments, best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag. Use your mobile device. Join with the promo code podcast one for your sign up bonus. You want to get in on the action? You guys, uh, maybe you don't want to go into a casino and uh, deal with all the particles and the spittle floating around in the air conditioning system, then head, head to your computer or use your phone. Visit betonline.ag, our exclusive partner at Podcast One. Don't forget, use the promo code Podcast One for your sign-up bonus today. So get in on some of the action. Again, UFC NASCAR. NASCAR's back. Mm-hmm. UFC's never really left. Your online sportsbook experts. Oh man, the Na- rim! NASCAR did a an event, a social distancing event. Yeah, and they still got twenty thousand people. I heard thirty, but that was just <laughs> whatever. Who the hell knows and, and the number was like they're like, oh, this is the largest live event we've been able to to pull off. Yeah, I don't know if they were at Charlotte. I, mean, I can't remember where they were, but the facility seemed to hold to the capacity for the facility was probably. Hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand, they put twenty, thirty thousand people in, and they mm-hmm. did. But still, when Ryan Newman or whoever the hell won the race, and he's doing the donuts, everyone still just piled up against the fence where he was. Yeah. you know, with <laughs> no masks, just mashed <laughs> up against that you know twenty foot yeah. stretch of fence. That's so the people that were socially distancing out in the in the bleachers when it came time for him to jump out of the car. And jump on the roof of the car and the track and do the donuts. Everyone just piled down to that one area yeah. and mashed up against the uh, mashed up against the fence, which is fine with me. I mean, fine I'm, with me. I'm, I'm going to Texas to do stand. That's right. You know, it's a good so. thing they didn't run California. Gavin Newsom would have been pissed. Oh man! Oh, uh, not only that, but how about just the donuts? <laughs> <laughs> just the, the, the smoke in the air. Yeah. Um, I just a, a quick shout out to uh, to our friend Simon Pagano. Uh, they were running all the uh, IndyCar races, and Simon went out to qualify. And I know a lot of you guys watch this, and you know he's a friend of ours. He went out to qualify, had, I believe, a fuel pump issue, did not qualify, had a start, 
back of the pack, 23rd. Through his driving, his team, and a good strategy, he wins the race. He goes from back of the pack wow. to, to podium to, to first place finish and wins the race. Wow. That's, that's a feat. And uh, he and his team crushed it on that one. Like, just did just a great strategy and making that making that happen. That's a I I'm very familiar with that feeling cuz I <laughs> in the habit of going from like 23rd to 19th place. <laughs> that's how I roll. But, but Jesus, that's amazing. And I think I think I was watching the uh 12 hours of Sebring the other day and uh Pagano was running in that. I think I saw his name or maybe it's maybe it was Bourdain. I'm trying to. I, I well, he does sports car racing as well. We do know that. I think he was running in like a GTP or I don't know what all the names are, but but he was running one of those prototype classes, and they're in with the sports cars, obviously. Yeah. And the new vets are out there. The new vets, the new with the mid engines. And uh, I was talking to Patrick Dempsey about uh, some of his favorite tracks. And because I was talking about going to Spa in Belgium, you know, and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, it's a great track. And I was like, yeah, what What else do you like? What some of the tracks you like? And I was kind of expecting a Spa Belgium kind of answer. And he said, uh, I like Sebring. Yeah. And I said, okay. Sebring's flat and it's on a airfield, right? And he's like, yeah, but it's really bumpy <laughs> and it's weird. And it's like, it's kind of cool. And I was like. You know, I've done, you know, we used to do the Coronado race. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like on a flat airfield with like cones and shit, you know, around. Yeah. And, and cement chicanes and for cement, some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a stupid. Anyway. Yeah. There, there's a, the reason I put that, no, the chicane are, the chicane are cones. They put those cement barrier at the end of this fucking straightaway into this hairpin yeah. thing that I ended up hitting. But the reason that thing is there is, and it shouldn't be, because that's everyone just piles into this turn and has yeah. to whatever. And anyway. Well, they got the fuel tanks. There's like the, a, there's a fuel filler yeah, or something. Yeah. They put it there. But it's still like 50 feet <laughs> fur, farther away than it should be. It should be. Anyway. Could have. Got right. some tires and stuff first. And, yeah. Oh, no, tires fuck up a car. Oh, they do. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, some tires would be nice. But anyway, um, so I, uh, so, um, the fuck? So he said, but that track is so bumpy. bumpy. Yeah. It's like bump. And when we see those prototypes, which are just rock hard, mm-hmm. just going down that super bumpy airstrip or whatever it is, it's like, da, 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 da. but it, it's true. It kind of adds to the flavor of the whole thing. And obviously the whole thing's flat. There's nothing, there's yeah. no camber on it. Uh, but I, I was watching that and I, I, I can't, I think the Corvettes may have won their class. I don't know. We should, uh, we should look, we should look into it or Max Paddle look into it. But it, at Sebring must have just run the other day. Here comes the rims. It's oh, exciting. Man, look at that. Let me grab one of these. Oh, they brought both of them? All right. Well, they're, it's pretty light. I, I can't tell if it's light because it's magnesium or it's because it's a 13.7. Yeah, it's, 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 it's about right, but it's light. But it looks cool. Yeah. And it's got some lip. It looks like the offset is about right. 
uh, yeah, offset's about four inches. Yeah. Or so. I don't know. Well, but, Sean should throw one on, right? Uh, like just for clearance, the bright, bright clearance. and Yeah. This one's got a cobweb on it. You and I are the same way. Like, <laughs> if, if you're going to sell something, wipe it down. Yeah. We're sort of that way. But all right. It looks um, looks to be in decent in decent shape. And yeah, it's a 13.7 and it's a light. Looks strong enough. I think we can run this. That's uh, and it's got a good. That's the goofy one. Oh, I got the goofy. Oh, oh, that's I the goofy see. one. I Here's that's the other why one. he, he oh, brought. Yeah, yeah that's one, why he brought two. We right, got one of yeah. each, each, each side. So there's one. Guy. One of them is a goofy one. Yeah. See, he'll hold it up. You'll see it in the pictures. But uh, we talked about the spokes going to the edges of of the rim, and the one Adam's holding, the spokes go to the edge. And then the right. one down here on the floor, they're sunken into the dish. So we've got three of the ones that we want. So if you guys make it out to the track, uh, don't stand at the passenger side rear because that's oh, where the goofy that, wheel. That's where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, there's also, I'm now realizing, the one is heavier. The one, the goofy one is heavier. Yeah. I'm... We got a scale back there, Maxipana? I think so. Let me check. Let's see if we can figure out a way. And even if you have to put it on a piece of wood, you know, like to... I think. You can just lean the tip of this thing. We got to weigh these. We got to weigh these. Oh, yeah. I... Yeah. 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 No, no, just, I don't know. I don't know. We, don't know. We're we going to dig into some scales. Hold we on. Should, we, should, we should weigh them because I don't know what the implications are in the unsprung world of having one lighter. <laughs> yeah. You know, one tire, one corner that's a pound lighter or something like that. I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, you can make the argument that the driver sits on one side and then, oh, you know, yeah. and, and unless you corner balance the car with you in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something yeah. like that. It's, and, a good, uh, it's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, it's the... Uh, see if, yeah, it's a good point, uh, although this is unsprung. It's unsprung. Anyway, we're excited. All right, he's, let me hit this JB well while he's weighing those things. Uh, you guys have some DIY projects at home you want to get through? Well, you can save money and avoid paying a repairman. Check this out. Maybe you have big or small repairs, home or garage. There's, there's ordinary household stuff, but why, why go with ordinary? When you need strong, there's a better choice. We're proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor here. They're great. Uh, we met the guys. We know the guys. Uh, Adam went on a date with the owner, I think. Yeah. The pros and DIYers uh, have trusted JB Weld for over 50 years, and it's proudly made in the USA. I like that part. Keep JB Weld in your in your toolbox, a kitchen drawer, or a craft room. Uh, you know, you can use it for metal, wood, plastic, glue. Uh, don't just glue it. JB Weld it. I like that they have, like, high-temp stuff, too, right? Cause yeah. It's always about, especially on the I car stuff. I just use their super, I think they call it super weld super on weld. my phone, yeah. It's available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. Check it out. jbweld.com is the website. So Max Zapata's Wang, he's got the scale in here. Yeah. I, you could probably just like lean it on its corner and hold it up with a finger if it's not if it's Trying not to figure out how to... I have both at 11.2. Really? Oh, all right. Well, if they're both the same... Well, look, it'd be curious to, it'd be curious to, well, I'd be curious to uh, weigh uh, a Libra or Panasport. I bet a Panasport's heavier. Panasport's got I bet a lot the of spokes. Was, it's heavier. It's like a heavy duty 
Yeah. Heavy duty rim. All right. So, so you, is, you think 11 2 for the pair. Look, if one was 8 and one was 11, I would say, hey, but if it's 11 and 11 2. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it's, yeah. 11 2. It's lightweight for a wheel. You got to get into that 13 by 7 world to get 11 2. Yeah, that's, uh, that's light. And again, uh, yeah, I'd be curious what a Libra or Panasport or whatever whatever those... Uh, now, that you could probably look up. I bet uh, maybe just do a quick search for a Panasport 13 by 7 wheel weight. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I bet something comes up. Uh, of course, it'll be like, here's the 15. And, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, this, is a, uh, this is a victory by any measure for good... Matt, the motorator, <laughs> DeAndrea, because he found these rims and, and a testament to the community, which is uh, you guys, right? I mean, the community of people who yeah. listen, who share, who go, who do social media. Because how did we find these rims? It was, we, we hit the pod. We went on social media. We put the call out there. And uh, uh, and uh, uh, it took a little while. But um, but thanks, uh, you guys, for, for following through and 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 retweeting and reposting and 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 you know getting it out there but uh here they are you can't stop staring at them no i can't and <laughs> you're al- so interested now i'm also realizing that the ones where the spokes come out to the edge they don't come all the way out to the edge they come close close to out to the uh edge but it's uh it's interesting so yeah you guys uh look this is the uh you know, it's kind of like one of those uh, TV shows where the kid's abducted and then they yeah. put the info out there and then they find the kid. But this is better. This is better. <laughs> because I got rims. <laughs> this is better. And you, you know, just have your stupid kid back. When you really start to look at it, the, the ones with the spokes coming out that we wanted really looks kind of rougher, much more prototypey, right? Mm. And then here the spokes are a little sharper and the casting's a little cleaner and you can kind of see... A difference between the two, and it maybe had to do with, with hey, that one has ended up being a lot easier to cast with the sunken in spokes, and I yeah. guess that's why these were so goddamn hard to find. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, we'll see. I was even talking to Sean or, or maybe you about faking the the rim and making it look, and it yeah might be able to put a little balsa wood fake spoke <laughs> extension <laughs> extension on there. So, uh, good news, and uh, we'll check those and bead blast them and mount the tires and check the setback and all, all that good stuff. I, I Just from an eyeballing standpoint, they, they seem about right with the, uh, with the setback um, on them. Um, so, there's gonna, the, the Goodwood Revival and Festival Speed is going to be replaced by the Goodwood Speed Week? Yeah, so I added this. Uh, I just wanted to, to, to plug it. We know the Goodwood Revival and the Festival of Speed, both events were officially canceled, and it was going to be nothing was going to happen for the year. Um, but now they've come up with this Goodwood Speed Week, which is a lovely name, but it's not a full week. It's just a few days. And uh, they are doing vintage races like the Revival, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing the rally car stuff in the woods, and they're doing like some time trial stuff with supercars, which they don't allow on the track because everything is vintage. So this is going to be, uh, Duke of Richmond says this is the only time we're going to allow the supercars on the track, modern day stuff, and do some timing, and it won't happen again. I 
maybe if there's another pandemic, who knows? What supercars mean? Like modern modern day stuff. You know, run run uh, I don't know, run the McLarens and 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 stuff up there. But in race trim. I don't know that it has to be in race trim. They're they're because they're doing time trial stuff. Right. So they're saying, "Hey, we're going to start setting down laps." And he said, "Every supercar that goes out there arguably can set a lap record because we've never done it in the past. We're not going to do it again unless you get two, you know, McLaren P1s out there, then only one of them's going to get yeah. the record. Uh, but what's interesting is they're stepping up their game on how they're filming it, and they're going to stream everything live. So what he's trying mm-hmm. to do is an event without spectators, mm-hmm. but everything's going to be streamed on live, uh, str- online, well, I assume live, over the course of several days. And I kind of love that part. That's great watching, great viewing. Uh, I mean, the... Anyone who's been there live knows how great it is, but anyone who's watched a Goodwood Revival race on on, on the Internet, it's, it's amazing racing. Um, I'm curious on the supercar because the track was sort of closed down because it was too dangerous for cars that were too fast. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the technology and the speed of the cars – outgrew the track and then the track became too dangerous and it makes you i think mclaren was killed there testing i do believe i'm pretty sure it was in england bruce mclaren see if, hey max Pat, see if bruce mclaren was killed at uh, goodwood testing or maybe it was at like silverwood or some some it was in england i think i don't know if it's goodwood or not anyway uh it became too dangerous so now I know they're not they're doing time trials they're not right. doing so they're not side by side and, yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff but I I wonder if they're going to just make those cars have cages and whatever safety whatever in or them. or they're going to edit the track a little maybe come come up with a way mm. to sort of cone off a few things and maybe you know the crazy chicane that they put in yeah you know maybe they don't have that and and then they you know have some slower areas well you know, they're going to have the crazy chicane because that. That's there to slow people down. Um, he crashed at the uh, Levant Strait Goodwood Circuit, 1970, yeah. testing uh, McLaren. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's, this event is going to be October 16. So he was 18. alone on the track, is what I'm saying. <laughs> he was testing. Yeah. Was actually, so in the, actually, it wasn't clear to me when they said they were going to do the time trial, but he said it was on the track that the supercars had never been on. Because my first thought was they're going to run the revival track and then they're also going to run the hill climb, you mm-hmm. know, the, the driveway. Right. Uh, but then they said, oh, but we've never done the supercars before, and this is the only time we're ever going to do it. So I guess they're going to do something on the on the track. Yeah. Well, it'll be good viewing, and um, and they are going to have the vintage they, race. They are going to well? have the vintage race, and they are going to have, like, the manufacturer booths and new car, like, displays and presentations, and they're just going to come up with a way to film the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't know, just, I don't know if there's going to be... Uh, I assume sort of like segment reporters and people on site and jump from camera to camera and then uh, something along the lines of that. I think it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I would recommend, if you don't follow Goodwood on Instagram, I think they have a Goodwood 
festival of speed like goodwood fos and goodwood like revival that are constantly showing clips and it's great stuff you see crazy hill climb stuff mm-hmm. and then they'll always show a, a clip of be like here we are we got three cobras on there and then you're like here's one on three wheels as he's going through the chicane like just the high speed stuff we always talk about the cars the guys in the jags just sawing at the wheel coming around that corner on Instagram, it's great recaps of all those little videos. They're constantly showing just clips of the, of those guys uh, doing all that stuff. Here's uh, yeah. Chris has shown it's, us. This is uh, hill climb. Yeah. To drive it up. Oh, we've got a, a six-cylinder Alpha, a V8 oh, alpha. alpha, and now a twelve-cylinder. Oh, this alpha. is revival. Oh, all right. Yeah. Who's taking the wheel? Yeah, they. You know the 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 thing about. You know, I try to explain to everyone all the time. Is they go like, "Oh, it's a it's a vintage race, so you know you're not really tacking it up or whatever." <laughs> I go, I, it, "Yes, it is because it's a race, and and once you're racing, you're racing. It's 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 human nature. Well, it's human nature for those humans. Yeah, you're taking race car drivers, you're putting them out on a track in a race car. You don't you don't think they're going to be racing? They're they're fucking racing. I mean." Goodwood's insane what those guys are doing to each other. Yeah, yeah. There's another this is Festival of Speed, that's a good one. There's a there's another account, I think it's their Goodwood Revival account, and they show uh well one they had the one with the, all the Daytonas, the uh, right. the Shelby Daytonas when they, right. they did their lab, they're like, This is pretty much now all that, of them. <laughs> and that was that was that was kind of a parade line. That was kind of that the, was meant to be. But, but during the GT race, they're just going at it. Yeah. And and the thing that's crazy in those races is, in some of the classes, they have these big Ford comets or whatever the yeah. fuck they are. It's like a big old the galaxies. They're in a galaxy. galaxy. They're in these yeah. big ass. And then there's a guy in a Mini Cooper. <laughs> and the guy in the Mini Cooper and the guy in the galaxy are doing the exact same lap times. It, but, but it's funny how they do it because when they get into the turns and the chicanes, that Mini Cooper darts through. And then when they get to a, a straight area, the, the galaxy just blows by them. And, and they just play this catch-up, this this cat and mouse game the whole time. Yeah. A minute ago, you were talking about the prototypes. You were watching the, the race, and you were saying the prototypes, when they hit the bumps, they're just so stiff. And uh, and there's not a lot of movement on them, right? And then when you watch revival footage, those cars had so much flex in them. You see them coming around a turn, and just like one wheel's in the air, and there's three on the ground, and the thing's all twisted up, and the guy's sawing at the wheel trying to keep that one wheel... He's got one wheel he's steering with around a corner. Well, the crazy thing is at Goodwood is they go through the chicane, they go down the front straightaway, they go into this right-hand sweeper, and at some point, it'll start drizzling. (laughs) And the track will be wet, and the same guys in the Jags and the Aston Martins and the Ferraris at Ferrari GTOs, they'll still be going for it, but now it's raining. (laughs) It's raining. Jesus Christ. I got to get in a Cortina and get into that race. Well, this is is kind of a cool event because I'm I'm putting this out on the radar here. October is coming up sooner rather than later, but I didn't. I don't know who's going. I don't know what the the process is. There's no spectators, but what what does that mean? Who's signing up to run the cars? Well, we should look into it. Let me tell you about. Max Pattis got a Cortina, oh, Cortina. going around that uh, track, and it's 
Look at that sedan behind him. Cooper. It's it's the greatest. Look at this Jag sedan. These guys are on 13-inch rims on those Cortinas with like a 70-series tire on it, like a... Tires like five and a half inches wide. Look at the body roll. Everyone's just sliding <laughs> all over the place. And I know this this notion of like, oh, these guys are kind of taking their car out for a walk. It's like they're all going berserk on each other. And they come into this. Oh, that guy's locking up the brakes, oh. passing them on the inside. <laughs> Those little minis haul ass. And they're so competitive. I should know. I've raced with those guys before. <laughs> Also, it's a mindset. Like if you if you think you're going to drive a mini competitively, then you're a nut, and <laughs> and you're going for it. And of course, the guys with the '50s Jag sedan is back there sawing away at the wheel too, and everyone is just going for it all the time, and they're yeah. always sliding around. And and, and there's and so I, much passing. And and again, the fact that anyone would mistake this is a, like uh, or dismiss it as like parade laps or guys mm-hmm. out there taking it easy or you know whatever it is, they are not. They do not. They are fucking going for it as hard as they can. And now the Jag just just tucks in. He's got wire wheels with knockoffs. <laughs> Let him slide the rear out. A set of golf clubs in the back. <laughs> In the he's, trunk, he's trying to drink his tea. He's sliding around. the 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 Cortina <laughs> is four inches behind the guy in the, in the Jag, and he's not going to let him off the hook. And and the car's got tons of body roll. But the, is there anyone out here that's not going as fast as they can possibly go yeah. when they're when they're going for it? And now everyone's just they're just sliding. They're just sawing away at the at the wheel, and it's such. It's such a good time to be a part of it, and it's so beautiful out there. And the the you'll have the Lancasters and the Spitfires flying overhead. It's just it's the best. You guys yeah. got to get Listen, out there. I, I'm telling you, just watch a few of these clips on Instagram. If you're listening to this show, you're going to love those clips because that's <laughs> that's it. All right, let me hit uh, Madison Reed, Mister Working from Home, starting uh, to notice the coworkers' uh, gray hairs on the uh, video calls. Thinking about coloring yours or theirs or your own or their own? Well, you're not alone. Madison Reed, Mr. Gray blending, natural color for your hair and your beard as well. You can uh, see the before and after shots. It looks amazingly, it's very natural looking. They've got this stuff worked out. It's not like the old days. Uh, it's not that shoe polish look. Maybe you just want a little more uh, pepper, a little less salt up there. Madison Read Mister makes it easy. Find your color and match it up. Just go to the website, find your color and match it up. It's easy, quick. It's simple. You apply uh, the color gel and uh, you do it to your dry hair and uh, hit the activator. Wait ten minutes. Rinse, shampoo, and uh, Bob's your uncle. You're done. Am I right, uh, Matt? Yeah, go to madisonreedmr.com. That's uh, madisonreedmr. It's M A D I S O N R E E D M R. Dot com and use code Adam for ten percent off plus free shipping on your first box. Again, that's MadisonReedMR.com and a code Adam. 
All right. Uh, Dallas, Texas, coming up tonight and tomorrow, live podcasts and stand-up over there at the Addison Improv, and then San Antonio the following week, uh, July 31st through the through August 1st. So come on out, Texas. We're doing shows, baby, so uh, say hi. I'm your emotional support animal. It's available as we speak. It's out on Amazon. Bookmark us. Click through. It's a good read. What do you got, uh, Motorator? Yeah, follow me at Motorator on uh, social media, and I'll grab a shot of these wheels, too. Put them up there. So, till next time, Adam Crow for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndre, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. And that's 15% on top of the money Geico could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? Just go to geico.com and save 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. That's geico.com.